Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, welcome to, welcome back to Master Your Being. I hope you are doing well. This is Della Ren. How is your week, everybody? I am sorry I was not here last week. I ended up taking an unplanned week off. I didn't plan to do that, but it happened anyway. So be it. So I'm here now. So let's talk about, let's talk about the idea that all experience is equal and neutral. And let's see where we go from there. So you've probably heard that the idea that from a universal perspective, all experience is neutral, right? So human judgment adds in the idea of good or bad, right or wrong, right? That's what human judgment does. We, we have a perception of what's going on. And from that perception, from previous experience, based on our opinion or idea or whatever it is, our beliefs, whatever we've got going on, our own pain, in some cases, we decide whether a particular situation or circumstance or experience is good or bad, right or wrong. How about the idea that all experience is equal? No one experience is any more important, bigger, greater than, less than any other experience. Have you ever thought about that idea? So we have certain events and experiences in our lives that we consider to be important. And we can all think of them, you know, we have weddings and baby births and funerals and, you know, birthdays and anniversaries and things like that, right? So we have, we have those kinds of experiences where the vacation you take or the whatever, right? So we can find, we can find those experiences and even in the negative, right? Even in the things we perceive to be negative, right? Those can be big experiences too, right? When you're sick or depressed or things like that. And you go through periods of time in your life where, where things aren't, aren't so good for you or you don't think they're very good. And so you make those experiences a big deal. And you make those experiences important. And it doesn't matter whether the experience lasted you five minutes, five years, 15 years, 50 years, the experience becomes a big deal to you. You make it important in your life. We also have these other experiences in our lives that some of us will call turning points. They're places in your life where you can recognize a distinct shift. There's a point at which life changed. Now, I want you to think about those turning points. Were all of them major events like weddings and funerals? Were all of them a big deal like that? Were all of them those big historic moments that we have in our lives? 
Or were some of them much smaller? Were some of them you alone on your couch and something hit you? Were some of them a meme you saw on Facebook? Were some of those moments you with a friend and your friend giving you some sage wisdom that you that stuck with you forever? Were some of those moments actually really small in the context of events in your life? They were pivotal and they were turning points and they created immense change. But they weren't necessarily what we would call big. What I find fascinating about how we view our experiences and sort of organize them in, in biggest and most important to sort of least important, unimportant, and how we would rank our experience is that we tend to look at it, that hierarchy gets developed based on how much did it change my life? How much change did it create? Because change seems to be the determining factor in how we consider experience and how we view experience. What did it change? Not how did I feel? Not did the pain stop? Not, did it make me happy? Not, not anything to do with the self and how I feel or what I think. But everything to do with, did it change my path? And it doesn't even matter if it was a good change to your path, like a wedding, or a bad change to your path, like you got sick and needed treatment. It didn't even matter which one of those it was. The ideal was that it changed your path. And how much it changed your path determines whether or not you consider it important. And that means you take yourself out of the equation when determining which things are important to you. I've had two children. I've had a wedding day. I've been through depression. I lost a baby. I've had two suicide attempts. All of those things would be considered big experiences in the scheme of things. All of them changed the path of my life. The experience that matters the most to me now is the moment at which I decided to heal. 
myself. Not because it was the most painful moment. Not because it was the happiest moment. But because it was the moment I decided to free myself from the chains that I had trapped myself in. Not even because it was a big major event in my life, because that particular moment in and of itself was actually very small. I was alone in my bedroom at the time. But that choice in that moment did in fact create the most change in my life. But it wasn't just a path change, like having a baby is a path change. Oh, now I've got a kid to take care of, right? It's a path change. It was a foundational shift in my life. Did it create change in the immediate? Not really. Right? Because I had work to do to create the change, right? The change didn't just happen like that. It wasn't a decision that life altering, like you get married and your life is officially changed. Like it's different right there. The minute you say I do, life is different, right? Right? Some of those, the minute you get that diagnosis, life is different, right? Some of those things create profound change quickly. Immediate, immediate change. But my choice didn't create immediate change. My life continued on very much the way it was for a number of years after I made the choice. And that's the difference. The most profound moments that I've had in my life have been in the last few years from the moment I made the choice to heal until now. And that's been, what, nine years. And it doesn't mean that the other things that happened in my life, the weddings and the babies and that kind of stuff, it doesn't mean that that stuff isn't important. It doesn't mean that the trauma isn't important. Or that those big occasions aren't important. It means that my criteria changed for what I see as profound. And the idea is that all experience is equal. So the choice to have, the choice of what to have for dinner is equally as important as your wedding day. You don't see it that way.
but that's how the universe sees it. Each of those decisions that you make is a big deal. Every time you make a new choice, it's a big deal, no matter how small the choice is, even what to wear for the day. It's a big deal. Every choice is a big deal. You don't see that big diagnosis the same as a paper cut. But both changed your path. One made you reach for a band-aid. That was a path change that you weren't planning on. Right? The other may have spent months in treatment. Path change you weren't planning for. Right? But you see one as much more profound than the other. For lots of reasons, right? And all of those reasons are valid, but that's how you see it. But what if the paper cut is just as profound as the other thing? And what if the paper cut was offering you something that you missed because it was such a small experience that you didn't really pay attention to it? What if all of those little experiences that you have in a day that you don't think much of are actually offering you something? What if they have, what if they serve purpose in your life? What if they offer meaning? What if they create connection? What if those small experiences, even though they don't create massive change, even though they're not big in the scheme of things, what if they offer you something that you're missing because you're waiting for the next big thing to happen? How many of you spend your life waiting for the weekend? How much of your life do you miss when you spend your life waiting for the weekend? Because you wait for the thing that means something to you. Why does the weekend mean so much to you? Because you're not at work. Why is that important? Because you don't like your job. Why don't you like your job? And what's stopping you from finding one that you do enjoy? If you're going to spend 40 hours of your, of your week in a job, then you might as well make sure you freaking well like it. Because you miss so much of your life when you just wait for the next circumstance or experience that means more to you to happen. Notice where we've ended up. And this idea of value. What does it mean to you? I don't mean this in a negative sense at all. But my decision to heal myself offered me far more value than my wedding day did. 
than many of the other experiences that I've had in my life did. Not because those experiences weren't important or didn't mean anything. But because of what my decision to heal offered me. Within myself, not in the external world. Not an external path change. An internal foundational shift in who I am and how I show up in the world. There's value there that I can't find in the external world through external experience. Value. Internal, intrinsic value. Not identification with it. Value. What did it give you within yourself? Did it give you power? Did it give you freedom? Did it give you strength? Did it give you courage? Did it allow you to see your own value and worth in, in the world? Every experience that you have offers you the opportunity to see that for yourself. And you miss it because you keep waiting for the next big thing. You keep waiting for the proverbial other shoe to drop. keep waiting for the next problem, the next thing to happen, and it doesn't. Or it does. But what value do you get from that? What is that offering you? Learning that my power was within me. Means that when I look at experience, and when I have experience in my life, I question what it gives me within myself. What did I get from that? And you sort of stop waiting for the next thing to happen. Because now I can create value in every moment. I can put the meaning there. And the reality is I always could. But when you're in a bunch of pain, it's usually just more pain that you've put there. Because <laughs> that's what happens, right? When you're in pain, you create pain. So if you're not in pain, then you're not creating pain. So then the value becomes more beneficial to you than harmful. And that's the trick. 
the value has to be beneficial. If the value is harmful, it's not getting you anywhere. It's not helping you. And that's not going to solve the problem for you. It's not going to make you feel better. And in the long run, it just weighs you down. You take those experiences and you don't feel good. And you don't like them. And then they weigh you down. And they stop you. Because you let them. You make the pain heavier and harder to manage. And it stops you. It doesn't let you do the next thing. It doesn't let you heal. It doesn't let you let it go. It doesn't let you do anything. It keeps you stuck in the pain. Because you put the value on the pain. And it became heavier. And it became a weight that you have to lug around with you. And that keeps you stuck. It weighs you down and it doesn't allow you to move. And when you drop that, when you take the value out of the pain, and you put the value on how you feel within yourself... And you find value in the little things that give you those little moments of joy or peace or fulfillment. Now suddenly there are many more of them. And more of your life is offering you what you want. And you're not just waiting around for things to happen anymore. There's so much value in that. In seeing that. In understanding it. And then in reevaluating the importance of the experiences that you've had in your life on a new scale, based on value, and not just based on how much did it change. Change can be perceived as good or bad. It depends on how you think of change. Most people don't like change. They find it scary, so they tend to see it as a bad thing. But is it? We don't see, you know, the wedding day change is a bad change because we plan for it forever. We know what's going to happen. We know exactly how it's going to look, right? And that kind of change is so controlled. that we're not necessarily scared of it. Sometimes we are if we're not sure, but for the most part, 
We're not scared of it. Think about it, okay? Think about the, va the value you place on your experience and why you put the value there. And is that helpful to you or harmful? All right, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so, so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed this episode. I plan to be back next week. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This is Della Ren with Master Your Being. Have a good week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Ren. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.